but you can do it. I, you can do it. I really can't. Yeah, you, hey, you I have to set two, the drum center up. Two strapping young boys. Or Welcome three strapping to the young Modern boys. Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking. I mean, they, woodworking. they just they just gotta support it. They don't have to do, like hold it. They just gotta kind of support it. Supported, like, so join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking, tipping it as you're going. Yeah, well, the rollers on on the, on the drum the 264th will keep it straight as it goes the through there. Workers Association they just kind of need to need to support I'm Kyle now. Barton of K Barton now, Tools. Could there be some I'm here with my co-host Yami Plucky of the Penultimate You're not going to see it over that tonight. We're asking Jeff Branch. Why don't you get a make a sled? So, yes, um, and, like and the Nick hey, Jeff too. Welcome and thank you for coming on. But before we jump into the questions. I felt I should take this opportunity uh, to ask you a question yeah. that I probably should have and, asked in a non uh, question. One of your um, seven or eight routers over. But uh, all congratulations yeah. on the jigs and the tools that. you're starting to make. You could do that, too. I was thinking That's I could a, put a for, belt sander in there. It seems like years, but it was probably only months. You've been coming up with a thousand different uh, names about your I was just thinking of something chairs, you could use your router with. Uh, or the, the folk company that made the chairs. One of your routers. It all had to do with your being on the water. But mm-hmm. now that you're actually yeah, selling something, there's no reference to water in the name of the company. You know what? I no, I no, take no. It down to, uh, um, there, there's not. I think this will fit through. There may plan. be a reason for that, or there or, may not be. Yeah, a reason for that. Guy's so we'll like just have to wait winner. and see what <laughs> my realtor has to say. So. Um, <laughs> this time of night, well, I, I figured for sure with the success of selling the jigs, you're only going to be moving closer to the water. Probably. It's between I'm three, as close as you can get. Five hours to well, <laughs> he's not going to run it through so, his uh, planner. He's no, going to take no, you I, to, um, to uh, no. We we are Michael looking at whatever and I know and, uh, pieces before and then we decided not to. And, and you know, we figured, you okay, uh, find a local uh, my wife shop uh, basically said, let's just put the house in, on the market what I need and see if we can we can sell either a and get what we want for it. So we'll see. Probably but yeah, I just went with K Barton Tools because to uh, basically I was looking I've for done, I've done that um, with names within the state of Texas that have been taken for incorporation as well as uh, names that I could get a Gmail account yeah. for in K Barton Tools. Suggestion, worked. Yeah. And <laughs> on both of those accounts. At, so, yeah. If you're starting a company, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of value in your name. I'll see, I'll see you guys later. Yes, yes. So, anyway, the other good thing I found since doing this is. I've got reduced shipping now that I'm a company on several um, uh, vendors, so that's interesting too. Should have said I was a company a long time ago. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Uh, you know, pro tip there. But uh, anyway, um, so back to the five questions episode. So, uh, Jeff, I think you might have alluded to this on our previous episode, but, you know, that was at least a week ago. So um, how did you get into woodworking? Uh, I started woodworking. Uh, my dad actually uh, always made some projects around the house. He wasn't a pro- prolific woodworker, but uh, I was exposed to woodworking through him. And then uh while in college, uh, my senior year, I took a woodshop class, and that was a semester-long uh, class, uh, which I had access to uh, professional-grade cabinet shop and instructors, and it was just a great way to get started and um, set up my home shop when we got into a house with a, a, a nice big basement, and the rest is history. Hmm. So um, uh, that's interesting. So your your uh, shop is actually in your basement. 
Yes, we have a full basement. That was uh, when we bought this house. Is that normal actually, in your area? It is. It is. Okay. okay. Uh, Just wondering. Birmingham, okay. Birmingham area is, is hilly enough to where basements are um, real common. And mm-hmm. um, so <laughs> finding something that had a full basement was actually difficult. But I've got my workshop set up in my basement, and um, I have my space. I, I claim certain amounts of the basement as my space and um so it works out real good so is it a so do you have access to the basement easily as far as moving tools or heavy stuff in and out mm-hmm. it's i've okay. got two two roll-up doors garage doors i can okay back the so cars gonna, out okay all right gotcha so all right cool cool it's funny because it could just be because uh it's the tradition in new england as opposed to it actually being practical here because there's a fair amount of newer homes that are on slabs, but um, anything older than, say, the 70s on Long Island has a basement, or at least a crawl space. And I grew up in a house that was... Because I, I heard your reluctance about the basement, Kyle, and I know that you know where you are in the water, it would be underwater, the basement. Um, yeah. The house I grew up in, the back of the house was 70 feet from the canal, so not... Not quite as close to the water as you are, but mm-hmm. we're pretty close. And the basement was three foot below the level of the canal. And <laughs> there were wow. three sump pumps that would <laughs> would run on and off all day long. Yeah, if, if we yeah. lost if we lost power with a storm, there was no question. But if we just lost power and there was no storm or anything, it was just, you know, somebody hit a pole, the basement would get some water in it because it was below sea level. <laughs> wow. Oh man. But other than that, it had a full shop in it. That's where I learned to woodwork. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to Jeff. Um, what is your favorite tool? Um, traditionally, that's been my table saw. It is always been the center of my shop, and it's just how I started. Uh, I know some people like their bandsaw better, but I used my table saw for – 90% of my ripping and cross-cutting, I do have a miter saw, which I use some, but I've gotten to where I can get really good, accurate, fine cuts with my table saw. What type and of table saw do you have? It's a probably close to 15-year-old jet uh, ca- mm-hmm. uh, contractor saw. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's not a cabinet saw. At the time, this was one that had been rated by fine woodworking as a um, I don't know what they call it now, Editor's Best Buy or something like that. It had mm-hmm. the largest cast iron top that you could get on a uh, contractor-style table saw. So I just decided to go with that, and it's been a good saw. I do like my new workbench, though. My workbench <laughs> is quickly becoming my favorite tool. <laughs> and if you were to ask me this probably a year from now, that's what I would say. Well, we'll have to have you back on. <laughs> exactly, I'd exactly. I'd love it. So are you getting into more hand tools now that you got the workbench? Actually, um, that is the thing that I wished I – I know you usually ask about a stumbling block, mm-hmm. uh, but that is the thing that I wished I had been exposed to much earlier in my woodworking journey. Um, I came through at a time when you, you know New Yankee Workshop was mm-hmm. um, in its heyday, and – I literally didn't know about hand tools. So now I'm exposed to it, and we've got a really good hand tool group at our guild. I have a lot of people that can help me learn how to improve my hand tool skills. But I do have 
Um, not a lot of hand planes, but I do have some nice hand planes, uh, chisels, um, a few saws, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of more of the hybrid guy. I got, you know, hand tools as well as power tools. And, you know, I think, you know, when you look at that, you really need three or four hand planes and that's about it. You know, with, you know, two of those being block planes. So anyway, but yeah, I think you're well on your way. So that's great. But uh, next up, so who's influenced you the most in your woodworking? I would have to say Norm Abram. And again, it's just because uh, New Yankee Workshop started uh, a few years after I got involved in in woodworking. And it was, you know, pre-internet. It was literally the way I learned to woodwork subsequent to the the class I took at at Alabama. Mm. Mm. Just a yeah. huge influence. It was every Saturday, our PBS station here. I think it was 4 o'clock every Saturday. And yeah. um, we just, my wife knew that at that point of the day, no matter what we were doing, <laughs> we were going to be at home at 4 o'clock to watch the New Yankee Workshop. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. He's a big influence on me, too, uh, before I even got into woodworking. I mean, he's one of the things that kind of, you know, always kind of had an interest for woodworking, but uh, he really kind of got the juices flowing and uh, and kind of said, yeah, one day when I get my house, I'm going to, you know, set up a shop. So, yeah. I mean, he would do things. I would watch the yeah. techniques he was using and the mm-hmm. processes he used. Uh, the first time I ever saw a drill and drive attachment for a drill, mm-hmm. and um, I shopped high and low to, until I found the exact one he used, and I actually still have one of them. Um, so there was a lot that I got out of it, and uh, I think I have three New Yankee Workshop books still. So he was a huge influence on me. Yeah, he, he's he's he is and was fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's great. And you know, now I think he spends most of his time on a boat sailing. <laughs> That seemed to be his biggest love is sailing. He is from Massachusetts. That's right. That's right. I'm sure it's well-deserved. Yeah. Well, um, stumbling blocks. Is it the, uh, the hand tools or is, are there There's other really things that cause you lots of trouble too? Two um, hand tools and then also here locally, I just did not have a source for anything other than uh, home center type lumber. So mm-hmm. I wasn't exposed to cherry or maple. Um, I would see these beautiful pieces of furniture in magazines and actually like tiger maple a lot, um, walnut. These are just things I did not have access to. And I actually told uh, somebody one day that that is, was at the time the thing that I could do to improve my woodworking the most is to just move beyond what I could easily find into uh, these uh, higher quality materials. Hmm. You said that, that used to be a problem. What did uh, have, have you found retailers that you didn't know of before? Did, you, did retailers start up? Or what have you done to, to move past that? Actually, I have ordered from Bell Force products before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, in the past two or three years, uh, we've got a local um, hardwood dealer, City Hardwoods. Um, they're actually getting into power tools. Um, they've got mm-hmm. Festool and some other lines. They're a 
General Finish's uh, dealer. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's got a really nice collection of um, hardwood. So, so, so what grows around your area? So mainly southern yellow pine. Pine. we can easily find red oak. Um, mm-hmm. I got in a kick where just because I was getting unhappy with home center pine that I just turned to red oak and I actually built a number of pieces out of that. But then I just knew that I needed to explore other things. And um, we just, it was really hard to find uh, a good reliable source locally. So I was real pleased and I support this uh local dealer a lot as much mm-hmm. as I can uh, because he's uh, very valuable. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, so how has the internet influenced your work? Well, that's actually, I think, becoming a hard question to answer because it is <laughs> just so pervasive now in woodworking. Uh, everything from um Videos I watch on YouTube to looking at stuff on finewoodworking.com to um, Instagram is to me a amazing place to get um, inspiration and see other people doing really good work. Mm. So um, to me, the internet is uh, my source of inspiration. It's what I oftentimes learn from. And um, so I, I think as a woodworker, that's just now a, uh, a must uh, to have a, a good presence on the Internet. Yeah, I totally agree with you. But, yeah, Instagram has been it's been a it's a huge resource for me. And, you know, they got that save feature now where you can, you know, you know, save to a folder, you know, so, uh, post that you particularly like and boy my save folder is so big it's ridiculous <laughs> and i got even sub I'll, I'll slow down in my posting yeah. <laughs> exactly you need to slow down Diani. so uh so i totally agree with you there well with that uh so jeff where can folks find you on the interwebs my website is jeffbranchww.com and on instagram it's jeff O'Branch. Great, great. Diami, where can folks find you? Just look for me. They know where I am. Just, okay, just look. Well, you know, you can always find me on Barton.Kyle <laughs> on Instagram, the only social media platform that matters. Yes, you made me stumble there with your. <laughs> that was my know, plan the whole time. Lackadaisical <laughs> attitude there. <laughs> Again, that's Barton.Kyle on Instagram, the only. We'll see if Diami can edit that out twice now. Well, I, the uh, second time I just muted you. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, that just about wraps it up for this show. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcaster of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. Then you'll never miss any of our exciting episodes. And please leave us a review. And if you want to follow the Modern Woodworkers Association on any of those social media platforms that we mattered, that we mentioned, excuse me, you can be found at MWA underscore national on Twitter, at MWA underscore podcast on Instagram, or even uh, Modern Woodworkers Association on Facebook. What's this Twitter you speak of? It is, uh, it is the best <laughs> social media platform for conversations. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but uh, I promise you it's true. Um, such as 
my last post on Instagram has a has a complete non sequitur of a picture on it because I couldn't post to Instagram without putting a picture in it. Um, and I really didn't need a picture for the, the post I was making. Uh, so, you know, it, Twitter is something that lets you communicate to lots of people with or without pictures. Hmm. I know. It's a revolutionary concept. <laughs> yes. Um, so, anyway, go into your shop. Um, hang out with Norm. Use your power tools. Take out some hand tools. Make something nice. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>